Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever the heck you've got going on right now, unless it's Overcast. <laughs> Get Overcast for free on the App Store. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... Private social media. Oh, wow. A new frontier for feeling awkward. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Trin, yes. I've, I've experienced nirvana. What? I found bliss over the weekend. Where? I, If the good Lord decided to take me today, I'd be like, that makes sense. Let's go. What the hell is happening, Jen? Okay, so. Not before your wedding, by the way. You hear me, God? You are not taking her down. <laughs> okay. If I have half as much fun at my wedding as I did last night, then that would be a good start. What okay. the hell did you okay. do last night? Let's back Drugs? <laughs> kind of. Let's back up. Okay, so outside my apartment complex, since Friday at about noon, there has been live music. There's been a stage, and it is awful. Okay, there's a street festival on my street fest. Oh, and the main yeah. And the main stage is right outside my apartment. It doesn't matter where you are in my apartment. You can hear it. I have not taken I haven't slept well. I haven't taken any naps. And it has been sensory overload for me. At one point, I was feeling so overwhelmed by hearing Jesse's girl for the 12th time <laughs> that uh, my partner just came into the bedroom where I was with my hands over my ears just whining and he just gently took headphones and put them over my ears and like started playing soft music just to calm me down. I really didn't like all the noise. Wait, why Why is the festival happening real quick? Just a street fest. Just for, just just for like, fun? Yeah, just to annoy you? Yeah, yeah, basically. Neighborhood street festival. It happens every summer. And they do cool things. There's like carnival rides for kids and stuff. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I was uncomfortable all weekend. Until, until. Yeah. Uh, a little something called a boy band cover band played last night. What? 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 A boy band cover band called Boy Band Night full of, I think, five queer guys tearing it up playing all covers of, we're talking Backstreet Boys, we're Whoa. talking NSYNC, we're talking New Kids on the Block. 98 uh, Degrees? Uh, I didn't hear 98 Degrees. How about 90s uh, uh, boy band uh, Five? The Five? They did. They did do Five. Five yeah, Five. Yep, yep, they did that. They did The Right Stuff, I Want It That Way, everybody. And oh, did they throw in a little Vanessa Carlton just to spice things up? You bet your sweet ass they did. Oh, my ass is sweet. You're it right. Is, it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And at one point, my partner turned to me and goes, you've never had this much fun <laughs> and i was just so my voice is hoarse today from yelling wait did so did you okay i want to really set the scene yeah. so was it that you were in your apartment singing to what was outside or did you leave your apartment and go down to the stage left my apartment went back to the stage wow and at one point as they were starting their set and i was like losing my mind because they opened with backstreet boys they were like we need everybody to come 20 feet closer to the stage and i grabbed my partner's arm and go we have to go oh yeah and he was like whoa like you don't like crowds or noise like i could see him absorbing this new street fest gen is a wild woman <laughs> street fest gen was losing her mind specifically for boy bands Oh, my God. It was amazing. I mean, I do agree with you. It's very important to su support your local uh, boy band cover band. And they danced, too. They danced. They did synchronized dancing. That's so good. That, I decided that's my new favorite thing. Is boy band cover bands? Yeah. Do, specifically synchronized dancing. So, Jen, which of your favorite, which of the NSYNCs are your favorite? sync songs? No, uh, men. Oh. Uh, Who's your number one NSYNCer? I don't know. I don't know if I can share this opinion on the air, but I don't like Justin Timberlake. 
much. That's okay. Okay. Whew. Man, I'm going to get crucified for that. My favorite boy band is Backstreet Boys because they're the best. And my favorite of the Backstreet Boys is Brian. Why Brian? Because he's a cutie pie. Is it because he has a heart problem? Yeah, he's cute and sensitive and has a heart problem. And he has curly hair. Sorry, my my partner just texted me. Oh, no. <laughs> just texted me. So this is what's going on. So now, do you mind if I talk about my life briefly? It's time to transition into talking about Trin's life. So transition. Uh, I just got a text message that my partner found some furniture on the street, and he's bringing it home. Oh, hell yeah. Because I'm moving, and it's a nightmare. It's the worst. Did you know that moving is bad and it sucks? It is the worst thing you can do to yourself. It is terrible. However, one thing that I really love about Chicago, and this is probably true about most major cities, is that is the the neighborhood uh, garbage furniture swap. Mm-hmm. I always feel weird about throwing away furniture that like my cats chewed up or whatever. But someone always takes it. Yep. Which is perfect. Yep. Like I try and like get rid of it through my friends, try and give it to like the mission or whatever. And no, like nobody ever wants it. So we have been literally swapping out furniture in our garbage with neighbors for like a week. That's awesome. It's a fantastic thing. Technically upcycling. Uh, I, Repurposing. Yeah, I think that's just sharing. A, that's really those are nice words for uh, garbage picking, <laughs> which is what we are doing. Nice. <laughs> so speaking about sharing things with people. Ooh, good work. We are going to do an episode that's dedicated to private social media. And doesn't that sound like an oxymoron? Yes, it does. And in many ways, it is. Yes, it's complicated. <laughs> Very complicated. So let's let's talk a little bit about what this means to those of you who have not started a, a foray into private social media. So basically, you can have a public Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr account, whatever, but you can also lock it down and only allow people that you know to follow you. Um, only, you know, people will, will request to follow you and you approve or deny them. It's not an open space like a public account. Yeah. And for all you normies out there that don't spend your life on the internet, which, you know, good for you keep living your life. Yeah, um, there's also like a, th- a thing that I would call like even private, private Twitter, yes. where you make yourself basically anonymous. It's not just locking it down. Yeah. It's that some people that have public internet personas then maybe have a, a social media account that they lock that they f- have five people follow. Right. And, they, and their avatar is not their face. And there's nothing in the Twitter bio that gives away who they are. And here's another weird phenomenon. Okay, so here's a, a weird phenomenon that I've, I've noticed is that so not only do people make private accounts, but sometimes they will decide that they want it to be even more private and they start a new private account with like maybe half the followers. Wow. And, and then they're like, oh, wait, some of those people are annoying me. And then they'll make another private account. Private accounts all the way down. Yeah, it's turtles and turtles on turtles and turtles, turtles, turtles all the way down. And so this is interesting because obviously people get to choose how they use social media, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, private Twitter is only as private as the people who follow you choose to make it. Yeah, that's true. The control is not in your hands. It is not in your hands because people can screen cap your private Instagram picture. They can share information that they learned on your private Twitter, which sucks and they should not do. That is impolite and it breaks a lot of etiquette. However, it is possible and it does happen and it is very difficult to manage sometimes. A lot of people I know have private Twitter accounts, not just for complaining about work stuff, but because it's a safety issue. Yeah. 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 Their identity is not safe. They're not, they don't have a way to talk freely which sucks. Yeah. 
So here's here's another sad issue, especially in the games industry. Some people, you can be fired for what you say in social media. And, you know, obviously we don't feel bad for the Nazis who get fired from what they say on social media. But we do feel bad for people who are just expressing themselves in the way that they wish. And then their company says, actually, no, thank you to that. No, thank you. We don't like that. That's another reason why people do private Twitter or private Instagram or private Tumblr. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to talk about a little bit of all of that. Do you want to do the first question? I sure ding, dang, dong, do. (laughs) Well, ding, dang, dong, do it. Hi, Jen and Trin. I've got an internet etiquette question that I think you've covered before, but I couldn't find it. Story of our lives. We, that happens all the time. People yes. are like, I know you covered this, but I don't know where it is. And we're like, we don't know either. We don't know either. And also, like, everybody's problems are a little bit different. So it's just ask it. It's mm-hmm. fine. So I've worked at the same gig for a while. I like my coworkers just fine. We get beers sometimes after work. One coworker in particular keeps requesting to follow me on my private locked Instagram. I don't let anyone from work follow me, even though I work with a ton of young, hip, cool people who are all into Instagram Live and social media influencing and Periscope and Snapchat. That's just not how I use my Insta. I post pictures of, like, my vacation and my garden for my mom and my cousins. I don't feel comfortable sharing that with people outside of the circle. I feel like he should have taken the hint the first time when I rejected his request. Should I talk to him about it? My pronouns are she, her, which makes this even weirder because he is a straight man. I am worried that he thinks I post booby pictures. (laughs) 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 Just laughed at the word booby. And and he wants to see them. (laughs) He wants to see them boobies. (laughs) Why is this funny? Booby pics. (laughs) I'm aware this is paranoid slash neurotic of me. Thanks. This is not paranoid. No, it's, it's not. It's internet safety. Yeah. You're, you're all you're you're I would describe you as being mildly puzzled by this request. Maybe mildly suspicious. And you should be suspicious of men. And <laughs> being suspicious of men is completely normal. He is he's doing something that that reads suspicious. Whether or not he means it in a nefarious way, it is reading suspicious and young straight men who are listening, like, don't do this, okay? Because yeah. it makes people uncomfortable. So probably this guy is just an idiot. Just an you're Run-of-the-mill, garden-variety, idiot, moron. He just sounds like a mild doofus. He's a doof. You know, there is a chance that he's a creep. There is a chance. And he's not doing a great job of not looking like a creep. Yeah. He's doing a bad job of it, in fact. But we shall proceed as though he is indeed a creep. So first of all, he might have honestly just forgotten that he requested access. Yeah, totally. I do that all the time, especially when I'm Instagramming after dark, (laughs) which is when I've had my night wine. And I'm just like scrolling, 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 like <laughs> scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, scrolling, and scrolling, <laughs> and scrolling. It might just be an innocent mistake. Yes, I mean, especially if there's like a couple of months in between the request. Although I don't think that that's the case based on the the question. And especially if he's only done it like two or three times. If it's less than three, then I would say there's a good chance that it's a mistake. This happened to me actually. Really? Yeah, a car fan. Like Ooh. that, yeah. Jen works at Cards Against Humanity, which has many fans. Many fans. This person requested to follow me so many goddamn times. And this is the funny part. I just I just let him in. <laughs> I was like, fucking fine. You have me down. If you want to see pictures of my dog, yeah, fine. Here's my dog in my weirdly shaped cucumbers. That was not a euphemism. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. she actually has very weirdly shaped cucumbers. Yeah. It, it was fine. Like, nothing candy. weird has come of it. I think they, they were looking to see company secrets, which I don't post on my even my private Instagram. Um, But anyway, let's proceed with this with this person. Yeah, like because sending a follow request is not some momentous occasion in somebody's life. Like really what he did was he pressed a button. And that is something that is very easy to forget about. So let's talk about his other behavior outside of trying to follow you on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he follow all of your coworkers on Instagram? He follows only the ladies in the office. I'm suspicious. 
someone's trying to get laid. Yeah, that's a little weird. If he follows everybody and everybody follows each other and he's just not getting the hint that you're not a part of that thing that they're doing, that's a pretty easy mistake to make. So is he a creep outside of this context? You mentioned that you go get beers uh, with your coworkers sometimes. Does he have any iffy behaviors there? That's really smart, Trin. Are there any other signals that make you uncomfortable about this person? Or is it just you protecting your account from everybody? Or is it you protecting it from him? If he's creepy in every other context, then I would say if you feel comfortable, maybe go to HR. And we've mentioned this before that a job a long time ago, I actually had a very negative experience with reporting something to HR. But if you trust your HR department, you can go to them and say, hey, I don't feel unsafe in the immediate future. However, it's important to me that this is noted, that this creepy behavior is noted just in case he's doing this to other women. That could help keep you a little bit safer. I wouldn't go to HR immediately, especially if you feel comfortable talking to him about this. Yeah, if you do, that's a good sign. Truly, this is a work thing. You know, you only know this dude and come into contact with him at all because you are at work together. So that's why you could talk to HR. But if you like him and you feel comfortable and friendly with him outside of it, it could really be as simple a conversation as, yeah, I know you guys are all like influencers and stuff, but that's just not what I do. Like, um, you know, my Instagram is really just for my family and that's how I keep it. You can really tell him what you said to us. I don't think that's offensive in any not way. Not at all. And if they are offended, that's weird. Yeah. If he's offended and like takes this negatively, then I would almost say definitely go to HR. You can even say, eh, it's my policy not to let coworkers into my Instagram. That is a professional decision. That's yeah. totally fine. It's the same reason why like a teacher locks their Twitter account right. because they don't want their students to find it. All very, very reasonable. So in another world 20 years ago, imagine that you had a photo album of pictures of your vacation that you kept in your cubicle. And they're just for you to look through whenever you want to because they, it reminds you of a nice time. And sometimes your family will come by and visit you at work and look at these pictures. This metaphor is getting away from me, but still stay, stick around. <laughs> so imagine that he's constantly knocking on your door and asking to see that photo album. Can I see the pictures? How about now? Can I can I see them? I, I like, want to look at the pictures. It's Tuesday, and I feel that it is time for me to look at your vacation I photographs. I would like to look at your pictures. I like palm trees. I like pictures. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> But like that's but that's really similar, you know, like he's repeatedly asking you for access to something that you don't want him to have. And in that context, you would have had a real life conversation to be like, yo, bud, no, this is just for me. Do you feel comfortable saying, hey, knock it off? Yeah, <laughs> there. Are, I love telling men to leave me alone <laughs> and I do it all the time. <laughs> so if I had a coworker, but you know, it's different because like I've been at my job a long time and I know my coworkers well and they have good attitudes. That's the other thing too. Yeah, yeah. Like not everyone would feel comfortable telling a man at work what to do. And this might be another time where you can call in an ally, somebody who knows your policy and respects your policy. And maybe you can, I know this is a very roundabout ruse, but sometimes an elaborate ruse is the way to make things work. Have a coworker friend bring up social media so you can say like, oh yeah, I have an Instagram, but I keep it locked down with my family. Oh, like stage a, stage a thing? Just this stage is what women thing. have to do for each other all the time. It's true. And because yeah. it's, it's uh, sometimes it's dangerous, you yeah. know, and also like this is a workspace and you don't want to make things super uncomfortable Absolutely. for yourself. Absolutely. You got to keep yourself in mind here. If you explain this to him and it goes badly, you still have to work with that person. Right. And I want to be really clear that that's unfair. <laughs> that sucks. It's not great. Like, it's not a cool part of life that you are being infringed upon and now it's in your 
per court to make that work out. You know, that sucks, but and this is the situation you're in. And so we will give you advice for the situation you are currently in. So this is what I would say, or order of operations. One, if you can talk to him about it directly and just say, hey, I noticed you uh, asked for access to my Instagram. I just want you to know I'm not going to let you, but that's just my general policy. It's for my family. It's like it's not a personal thing. So that's the first thing. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, see if you could set up an elaborate ruse with one of your coworkers (laughs) and, and just have them bring it up. And then you chime in with, oh, this is my policy. And then in order of operations, if neither of those things work uh, and you do feel comfortable going to HR, then, you know, bring it up with HR. Yeah. Assuming Um, that, like we said, that they make you uncomfortable in other contexts. Yes, I would say that, too. Yeah, yeah. Because if he's completely friendly, you know, Jen, this is always such a weird... Because I was about to say, if he's friendly in other contexts and like you're not, you don't feel threatened by him, then like, yeah, don't go to HR. But the truth is, is that so often as non-men, we have to do a lot of guesswork as to what is safe for us. Yeah, absolutely. And like we can't, that's why we can't make that call for you is because it sucks that you are in charge of this situation. It really should be him doing the work. But unfortunately, it does fall to you, which sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I'd be curious how many times he's repeated the follow. Yeah, I agree. If it's like two or three, then I'm going to say it's probably innocent. Probably an innocent mistake. Yeah. But if it's like 10, their their name keeps coming up with requests to follow. That's odd. Yeah. That's odd. Oh, also check how many people he follows on Instagram. Yeah. Because if he follows like 5,000 people on Instagram, it may just be that every time Instagram suggests people for him to follow, he may just hit that follow button. Yep, exactly. Hit that follow button, baby. Right. <laughs> but if he, he follows people in like maybe like like over like under 100 people, then yeah, he's probably creepy. Follow zero people. Then whoa. 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 Whoa, whoa there. <laughs> and if he follows all like booby accounts. <laughs> Which, no, I have, uh, there's no hate on booby no, accounts. No, I'm laughing at the word booby. But yeah, no, of course not. Yeah. Then maybe that's another thing. Yeah, then that person is really fucking up and making it very obvious. All right. Well, we don't have a real answer for you, but we do have a few ways that you can go and we hope one of them works for you. Question two? Question two. Jen and Trin, I am so freaking mad right now. Ooh, lay it on us. One of my private Twitter followers, a close friend, leaked something about me to someone who is not following me on private Twitter. I got a job offer from another company, and I excitedly spoke about it on PT, which I am assuming does not stand for Pacific Time. It stands for private Twitter. Private Twitter. This ultimately was not a big deal because this third party doesn't work in my industry, but it does make me mad that she shared this information at all. I didn't specifically say, hey, please don't share this with anyone, because I feel like if your account is locked down, that should be assumed. Do I have to include a damn disclaimer in every tweet? What the heck? She, her. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, it sucks. This extremely sucks. It's bad etiquette even outside of private Twitter. Yes. Which is you shouldn't share personal news before someone gives you the go ahead. A hundred percent. I had to do that a lot when I was telling friends. But I had to do it. I mean, I got to do it. I got to tell friends when I got engaged. And I got to yeah. and I waited because I was like, I really I'm going to tell Trin in person. And I remember I told you over Google Hangout and it was so cute. Yeah. So like any kind of personal news, wedding, baby, job. I have a hangnail. 
Don't share the news. Yeah. And in private Twitter, super don't. Right. Yeah. I, I just feel like it is always up to the person whose news it is to decide when it is shared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could have big implications. Yeah. Especially a job thing. Like, what if it's not finalized? Oof. Right. I can see why the, because uh, just because I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I can see why the friend who betrayed the trust of the asker would think that it's okay to say this to somebody who's not in the industry. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. But I also just, if it came back to the person who posted it, the asker, then that means that this third party is close enough to the situation. Because I, I can't imagine that the way that this person found out is that the offender was like, oh, hey, also, I told my friend Justine about your job offer. Like, no, that would never happen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I so also, now Justine knows. Justine knows and we never wanted her to know, which is weird. <laughs> so I also like I don't mean to like start shit. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> well, no, really, I don't mean to start shit, but I don't know how I would feel about this person receiving information, even with text messages and stuff. Where is the line for this person? Like, why are they sharing this information? It's what odd. do they get out of yeah, it? Do they have just different social boundaries? Like Some people like, do. Some people just do. Some people like hugging and some people don't. Some people grew up in a household where hugging, everyone was big hugger. And some, and some people are like, no, I don't. My family doesn't touch. That's weird. Yeah. Like it could be one of those things where this person just has a complete knowledge gap of when to share and when not to, which isn't great. No, it's not. I mean, it could be just like, oh, this is good news. And like maybe they were sitting down with Justine, who apparently is the name of this person. Justine. And they're like, Justine, I'm so happy for my friend Margaret. She got a very cool job offer. And I'm just like so pleased for her. Like maybe she's just bubbling over yeah. with happiness. Maybe, she's, maybe she thought any good news is good to share. Which is not true. Not true. Not accurate. So do you need to include a disclaimer with every tweet? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. The thing is, private Twitter is not guaranteed privacy. I'm not saying you shouldn't use private Twitter anymore or that you should make yet another private Twitter account unless you want to. Trin and I don't really like telling people how to do social media uh, unless you're like a Nazi or you're... And then don't do social don't media. Do, and then Nazi, li Nazi lives don't matter. So right. we, we don't care. Walk into the ocean. Yeah, we don't care. But in general... Like right. If we're talking about everyday interneting, you're probably doing fine. Yeah. And we're also not going to say don't share important news on your private Twitter because for a lot of people, it's so good to just have a place to just shout good things or even bad yeah, things. Yeah, we should talk into. about the benefits of having a private Twitter. Yes. I don't have one. Yes. Um, I do. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, do it up. Benefits of private Twitter. Um, so one, I talk way more about my bodily functions on private Twitter. <laughs> Those are things like, I don't care if people talk about my farts. Sure. Also, it's good to have more than one account. Otherwise, I would tweet all day on my public account and nobody fucking wants that. You know? <laughs> I do. So, so like, my, my, like, thoughts or, like, my drunk tweets generally go on private Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a good outlet. It's a very nice outlet. And it feels good to be able to keep your friends in the loop who want to be in the loop. So, like, here's a great example. So my buddy Carlin has been in Europe for, like, a month. And the main way that we've kind of kept touch with each other's lives is, you know, occasionally she'll have time to text or whatever. But, like, when you're traveling, you don't really. But she basically, <laughs> I'll see, like, every couple of days she'll just go through my private Twitter and fave everything. Yay. And that's really her way of showing me like, hey, I'm up to date, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go to her Twitter and I'm like, oh, a picture of Germany. Hell cool. yeah. So that's a really nice thing about private Twitter. Also, and I'm this is not to say that the asker has not done this. However, everybody in my private Twitter has basically been through the ringer for the internet. 
you know yeah. we all have at least if if not been directly targeted by like shitty people on the internet then we at least have somebody really really close to us who has yep so like th- i think everybody and like I, you know it's never 100% guaranteed no matter how much i love my very close friends it's a pretty safe bet that things that i share there won't go anywhere however I would never post something there that would ruin me if somebody screen capped it and sent it to Kotaku. Right. So there's still a filter. Yes. It's not unfiltered, Trin. And there's, there is no such thing as an, an unfiltered exactly. feed of anything. Exactly. I mean, that, unless you like hook up your computer straight to your brain. Into your brain. And thank God we haven't done that yet. Oh, God. Yeah. But we're getting, we're getting there. Yeah. Don't so, you worry, buddy. <laughs> so like you do need to consider what is the worst case scenario if someone were to screen cap all of this. Yes. Also like, and we're going to get into this into like a, a li- another question, but like I once had a freaking like depressing mental breakdown on my private Twitter and, and it helped because people reached out to me and I needed that, you know? Sometimes private Twitter is really good for that. Like, I wouldn't want to have my, I don't want to have a public mental breakdown. I just want to have it in front of, like, my 33 closest friends. Exactly. (laughs) So, yes, there are definitely benefits to private Twitter. But none of those are complete secrecy. Yeah, there's no such thing. If you want a place to go where you can share everything without judgment, a fully safe space where no one will repeat things, you should get a therapist. You should get a therapist. If you have a lot of stuff on your mind, you should get a therapist. If you have a lot of plates in the air, if you're juggling a lot of things, you should probably get a therapist. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I need to get a new therapist. It's been forever. Oh, I need Jen. to go back. No, I mean, not like in the immediate short term, but it's like... It's been Upkeep. On my, yeah, it's been on my... I need some maintenance. It's been, it's been on my mind for a while. Like, I need to... I got a lot of stuff going on. I should go to therapy. Maybe I'll probably go back this winter. Right now, I'm like too busy seeing boy bands play live, (laughs) (laughs) dancing my face off. But when those boy bands retreat into their hidey holes for the winter, I will probably seek a therapist. I like that you brought it up in terms of like mental maintenance and upkeep because Mm -hmm. that's like that's so much of it. And this is kind of off topic of the actual asker because it sounds like they're just talking about their jobs and stuff. But truly, you start to notice when your gears need to be oiled. Yeah. You start like, oh, I need to reset. I need to break. I need to do this. I should do less of that. So I guess the answer to this is, yeah, dude, if it makes you feel better, then uh, include a disclaimer. I actually do do that on my private Twitter. Oh, good. When there's like like job news or something I don't really want people to share or something I don't want somebody to know, I will always say it. Uh, Because your friends aren't perfect. They care about you and they love you so much and they want to take care of you and they care about your boundaries. But if their boundaries are different, they will forget. They will just forget what your boundaries are. And it's very dumb. And I wish that it wasn't that way. But it is. Yeah. So I think going forward, maybe include a disclaimer. Going forward, talk to your friend about it. Because you had to have had a conversation with your friend who divulged this information to have found out that they divulged it. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't need to be a knockdown, drag out fight. It's really just a, you know, I actually I have private Twitter because I don't want this information getting out to anybody else. So just assume that the people who follow me are the only people who should have this info. Yep. That's very reasonable. And then if they feel like they can't handle that or you just don't trust them to handle that. New private Twitter account where you complain <laughs> about them. No, uh, I have, a, uh, I have a, a cool fun fact for what you can do. What? Block them and then unblock them and it will force them to unvalue you. Unblock them? How? So really? You, that, that works? Yeah, if oh, you block shit. somebody and then unblock them, then they will un, they will unfollow you and they won't like, be like it'll notified. Like be, it'll be naturally unfollowed. Like it yes. just happens. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's so don't really leave them name. blocked because they'll figure it out. Yeah. But block them and then unblock them. Nice. Yeah. 
All right, next question. Next question. Hey, friendshippers. Hi. <laughs> a friend of mine keeps saying really sad stuff on their private Twitter account, and I'm not sure if I should do something or not. I'm not super duper close with them, so I wouldn't know about their feelings if I weren't following them on private Twitter. The stuff that they are saying isn't making me feel like they are in immediate danger, but they say things about how difficult their transition has been. They recently came out as NB and are working through that. They say how ugly and awful they feel all of the time. Would it be weird of me to respond? Should I just let them shout into the void? How should I proceed here? Thanks. Pronouns he, him. So I don't think that it would be weird of you to respond and say, I love you. You're amazing. But a big part of private Twitter is the ability to shout into the void. You know, Without, everybody exactly, in the world knowing. Exactly. Yeah. The, the ability to shout into the void, to only be heard by a closed support network, to speak without consequence, without mm -hmm. someone reporting you, without someone panicking and calling your mom or something. Yeah. Like, like there are benefits to being able to just shout at your five closest friends. Yeah. I, I think that what would be a better use of your time in friendship beyond saying like, oh, no, you're beautiful just the way you are. Just I would say be a more present and available friend in real life. Oh, wow. Trin, you busted this open. Oh, Holy thanks. shit. That is so smart. Yeah, because I think that private Twitter isn't them asking for people to comment, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't want your feedback. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It probably is. Again, you would know better because you know your friend and people use social media in all different ways. But I feel like with my experience following people's private Twitters, it's mostly that they just want to get these feelings off their chest and be heard and be heard, but not necessarily commented upon. I, I agree. I think you're totally onto something because if you say to your friend, I love you and you're beautiful, they might be like, you're just saying that because I'm complaining about yeah, myself exactly. right now. You don't really believe that. Right. Like, that's what sadness and depression and sounds like they're going through a difficult time. That's what, what's what happens. Yeah. You didn't mention that this friend is receiving professional mental help, which I think that that's something that you could bring up in a different context. I would not say, oh, like they tweet something like, I feel terrible and unlovable, which I every every private Twitter account that ever existed, somebody said that on yeah. there. I would not at them and be like, Get some therapy. <laughs> that seems inappropriate. Yeah. Um, but it appears that a friend of mine keeps really. So they're a friend of yours outside of this, and you are aware that they're going through their transition. It also says I'm not super duper close. Oh. So that's interesting. You know a lot about them, but you're not very close. Yeah. So I feel like it's important to ask permission before proceeding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before you dig into it or offer to help, you could be like, hey, um, I hear you. What's, what, what do you think, Trino? What if you DM'd them or sent them a note or if you have their number, a text message, be like, hey, I hear you. I see you. I love you. If you ever want this, this, this and this, I'm here. I know I've been talking a lot about my private Twitter, and I want to be very clear to everybody that I don't want any of you to follow me on my yeah, private Twitter. Yeah, that's a no-no. If you find it, don't, I'm going to actually lock it down even more yeah. before this Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's releases. a good idea. If you find it, don't request. Don't do it. I don't want you there, mm -hmm. okay? But I'm talking from my experience. So I have a couple of people who follow me on my private Twitter who I've only hung out with a couple of times, but we have had such similar life experiences and they're just weird and queer enough that I'm like, I trust you entirely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't know that I would want life advice from them. You know, I feel like I want them to complain with me. Exactly. So maybe what you want to say is something like just a heart. Honestly, yeah. Or just like a little emoji to be like that, that says, I'm hearing you, I'm listening to you, and I care about this, but not offering any advice. Yeah. Okay, here's another thing. 
are their super duper close friends following them on private Twitter? Because yeah. if they are, then it's really kind of up to them. Then they've got it. They the, should have it. They're, the super close inner circle should should have it under control. Yes. And if there's something that's like a life-threatening, immediate danger, then there are actions to take. Mm-hmm. Then you should, I, in my opinion, reach out to the super close friends and say, hey, come help your, your boy with an eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, they need some help right now. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it's not really in your... Yeah, it's kind of like the episode we were talking about last week. We're like, it's up to the inner circle. It is. Where are your close, where are your, where are your five closest friends, your one close friend, whoever yeah. it is. But you may need to call in that Calvary, but keep in mind that that Calvary is not you. Yeah. Come get your sad friend. <laughs> Collect your sad boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we got time for the last question. Yeah, I love this last one. This I is, do this too. Is a good note to end on. It's so short and delightful. God. Do I have to let my boyfriend follow me on my private Twitter? <laughs> I love him so much, but I also love venting about him to my friends, LOL. Thanks, she, her. No, you do not have to no, let you your boyfriend. <laughs> I've said this so many times, and I, this is probably a response to like me saying this, but like my partner does not follow me on private Twitter. A couple of my best, closest friends do not, and it's so good that way. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's totally really okay. Fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't follow a lot of people on private Twitter anymore just because I'm trying to spend less time on the internet. And it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot of, I'm uh, an extremely sensitive, emotional freak. <laughs> I'm, a fre- I'm a little freak. I'm such a little freak for feelings that uh, if That's I can title. feel someone feeling sad, it will like ruin my night. And to be fair, I also have to trust that my friends who need me will call on me. And I think that you have created a situation in which your friends know okay, that they can good. call on That's you. That's important to me. You have a podcast about friendship, Jen. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. That's what this is? Yeah. Shit. Like, yeah. like literally, we all know that you are very good at talking about feelings and we can go to you. That's yeah. lovely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have this new thing where I'm, I'm like, no wine after nine. And now I'm thinking no Twitter after nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that also applies. No wine with an H after nine exactly oh my god you're so smart thanks i I think you're smart too yeah so okay so back to the question venting about your partner is normal and healthy and you should be able to do it without like major consequences yeah and whether that's a text chain with all your girls all your girls or whether it's your front (laughs) whether it's your private twitter um and also i mean i think it's worth saying to yourself like okay why don't i want him in on these thoughts and if it's just because you're venting about him sometimes that's okay. If you're venting about him constantly, maybe rethink that relationship. Yep. Like, um, what's the nature of your venting? Is it like, oh, he still doesn't pick up his socks? Or is it like, hey, I'm questioning everything? Right. Or or it's just like, you know, sometimes it's just male bullshit. Yeah. My partner, who was a male, is acting very much like a male right now, and it's very annoying. That right. so legitimate. And I'm sure that there um, are people of color who have partners who are white that need to complain about their white bullshit sometimes. Yep. You know, like that's just kind of how it is. But if it's if it's a significant thing that is causing you distress, it might be better handled discussing with it, this with him. That would be, a, I think, a good move. And then uh, is it that you don't want him to follow your private Twitter? And I don't get from the question that this is the case, but I do think it's a point that's that's uh, important to raise. Do you just not want him to know your more private, weirder thoughts? And if that's the case, that's okay. You can have a relationship like that. But make sure that you are okay with that, that you're okay with dating somebody who doesn't know your weirder private thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everyone has thoughts they don't share with their partner. Yeah. But for the most part. That's your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Like one time I was looking up something weird on the internet and my partner needed to like check his bank. So he grabbed my computer and I went, no. And I slapped my laptop. (laughs) And uh, that's where it was like, no, you don't need to see that. 
but I'll tell you about it anyway later when when it's funny. Like so, it's like it wasn't of major consequence, but I don't want him to know the dumb questions I ask on incognito mode, such yeah. as. Uh, can you bring eggs on airplanes? He doesn't need to know that I... Well, now he does. Fuck. <laughs> oh, he listened to the podcast? He does. Weird. Yeah, and I never, ever asked him to. Um, It's funny. I've asked him to, like, participate in some of my shit before, and, like, it just... He just, like, just doesn't click. But without my insistence, he's always listened to the show, which is very sweet to me. And it's gotten to the point where uh, he listens to a lot of podcasts, so he does a long commute, and it's, like, part of his routine. Or he will say, like, so I was listening to this episode, and I'll be like, of friendshipping? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, no, of Reply All. And I'll be oh, like, well, that was dumb. Bullshit. So it's gotten to the point where it's like, if we're talking about any podcast except friendshipping, I get mad. I would, too. Yeah. I'm mad on your behalf. Yeah. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> it's not my show. <laughs> I love that. So I don't ever want to know if my friends listen to this podcast. And it's because I, I will get too um, self-conscious about it. Yep. So my partner used to listen to it. And then I was like, you have to stop. Oh, that's so cute. And my mom was like, you know, I'd love to, I, no, I'd listen to you. And I was like, no, not. you no, cannot. No, 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 no. You cannot do that. Like it just, and it's not because I say anything that like, I don't want my mother to It's just know. weird. It's just weird. Like you don't want to cross those streams. Yeah. You know, and that's a, that's a really big I think sticking point of private accounts is that some people don't understand that you don't want to cross the streams that entirely sometimes. And that's okay. And that could be the case for this asker with their boyfriend. Yeah. But it's worth thinking about, even though I think this is a very innocuous, very benign question. Yeah. Based on the LOL, I think that's very telling. Right, right. But if, if you're like talking about your poop on your private Twitter, I think, you know, and you've been with your partner a long time. He may want to know about your bone movements. be curious what's going on. What's going on down there? Behind closed doors. <laughs> well, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. If you would like to ask us a question, we would love for you to ask us a question. Email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If uh, you are a boy band that does boy <laughs> band covers, please email me directly. Jen at cardsgainsthumanity.com. I have, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I want to hire you my, uh, for, for, not for my wedding, just for life. I just want to hire you to hang out with me. <laughs> when you email us a question, please include your pronouns. It helps us a lot when answering you because, um, you know, gender is a construct, but it's also something that affects you in society. So it helps us better understand what's going on. And we appreciate that a lot. Try and keep it to a couple paragraphs. And if you can't, then default to writing as much as you can, and we will edit anything that we think is irrelevant. Does mm-hmm. that sound fair? Yes. Cool. If you'd like to buy our garbage, you can at thefriendshippingstore.com. We got some emails from you guys that you want t-shirts, so we're thinking about that. If you could please send us feedback on Twitter at dofriendship or friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. We are thinking about making like a black metal friendship shirt that says do friendship at the problem, but like it's like somebody throwing up the horns and their skulls and stuff. It's just, it's a proto idea. Get back to us. <laughs> Thank you to our good, good audio boy, Ian Parman, for editing this. Thank you to our designer, Lauren Gallagher, for doing our design. Thank you to our audio daddy, Alex Cox. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing our theme song. And thank you, little guys, for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the problem. Ah, oh, the trials and tribulations of being an internet star. <laughs> <laughs>